What is up? Welcome to the third out. This is our 100th episode. Noah, we've made it 100 episodes in. What do you think of that? It's crazy. I mean, I didn't think, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't think we would last this long. There was a period of time, probably, it was, it was probably about 50 episodes in, I thought this thing was going to die out. You know, I was super busy with uh, guard stuff. School was starting to pick back up pretty heavy. You were back down in Cal or not California, <laughs> back down in uh, South Carolina. You were getting hammered. I think that was probably that was part of your junior year. So that was your hard year. Uh, that was kind of we went. A, I don't want to say weeks without recording, but there was it sure. definitely yeah. It was definitely not as consistent as we are now. We go about two shows a month, and then it was one show, and then we went back to having one weekly, and then we went back to taking a couple weeks off but so i'm pleasantly surprised we lasted this long uh, i think it probably took us about 90 episodes to really kind of get our footing and kind of figure out what we're doing uh we were kind of clueless there um we asked you know our, our guest last week matt about you know how he get started in this and then it kind of made me think about how we we started you know we were on the way back we're on the way to we're on the way back from baltimore and uh you asked if i wanted to do this because you were kind of for those of you who don't know we had a streaming i don't we say company it was it was a group of guys from high school here that we streamed video games majority on the phone for a while yeah. and it was called there was a few names on it we had great pistol squad when we played when fortnite was big then it went to another world productions and that kind of and uh you know we had a lot of fun with that and then you know when you're 18 years old you know you grow up you kind of start doing other things and that kind of fell through so bryce wanted to get back into kind of the media stuff so he asked me to you know hop on this podcast with him and uh you know then it kind of grew from there yeah there were definitely some down periods like you said where it didn't like we weren't sure how if, if it would keep going and all that some dry spells where it's just like you kind of lack motivation or you lack uh just kind of feel like it's not the greatest and you don't know how to improve it at the time but also i feel like we've had a lot of stages where we like we fix something mm -hmm. and then we're like oh we got this we're taking a big step forward and all that and i think we're at a point right now where like this is obviously the best this podcast has ever been and it's at a point where it feels like something that we can actually make work and grow and like keep <laughs> consistently like we're in a good groove and we got like for me the biggest thing has always been like getting the technical side of things yes nailed down having the right software having the right editing having the right mics having the right cameras like all that stuff can go wrong so easily and it just throws you off and then you're out of a groove immediately so we got that stuff nailed down that's yep. been big recently yeah we were finally able to put a little bit of money into it i mean yeah. there for a while um, we both had these ideas of going out and getting the stuff and all that but then but a lot of this media stuff's expensive and you know two broke college kids you know at the time really didn't have that those funds available and then when you're not together in person too, yes. it doesn't really have a, as big a purpose when you're here together you know it's a lot easier to you know combine things and use the same tools so that's helped we've got a lot of guests on yeah, the, we've had the few, years. yeah we've had guests on those here. are always inspirational inspirational times for me to keep going and like yeah. do new things yeah i agree with you i mean that first i think it was right about the time we had the first guest uh you know rattle with rush there that was kind of in one of those those spells where we hadn't really recorded in a while and that was kind of re rejuvenating there to have him come in you know he had 
<clears throat> he had done uh, he'd done quite a few episodes. He was kind of helpful. He was kind of giving us pointers here and there, you know, offline on how to make it better. But yeah, that was that was a good episode. Yeah, that was the first guest we had. Uh, some other guests we had top of the lineup. Which yeah, they top were, of the lineup. They were a lot of fun. That was yeah. We'll have to get with them here and do oh, an, yeah. yeah do another episode with them with this off season. Yeah, they they were a cool group of guys. That was interesting because they had what three guys on. Two, yeah, they had two guys on uh, there. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they helped a lot too. I mean, they were they were really eager to get on. They were we. I mean, we've had a lot of people just not re- respond to us, or yeah. there was, or just we sent them an email and they just never never respond back to it the day of that we were supposed to get on. That happened to yeah. us. They said they would get on, and then, like... They just never did. Never did yeah. But... But actually, going back and listening to that podcast, I'm probably glad that they didn't, but, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, top lineup was good. Then we had last week... Around the Diamond, yeah. Around the Diamond was that's on. That's a really good one. Yeah, that, that's a really... You know, going through their Instagram the day of, that's a really good baseball account. If you haven't, you know, followed them and you listen to us, definitely need to go look at their stuff and follow them. They put out a lot of good content... You know, they there's three, th- there's three guys three on. Guys. Yeah, I was, couldn't remember if there's three or four. But yeah, there's three guys on there. Each one of them ha- kind of does their own thing on the social media. So yeah, so you that, got the blog r- side. They mm-hmm. got like graphics and they got like the reels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then we got a couple more guests coming up in the upcoming mm-hmm. weeks too. Um, and we're also trying to start working into not just other baseball podcasts, but actually get some baseball experts and, you know, minor league players, stuff like that on here as well. So I, I'm excited to just talk to different people, just talk yeah. to them about baseball. Honestly, that, that'll be a lot of fun. So you ready to dive back in and kind of look at what we've done yeah. over our time here? Yeah. Let's hop into it and kind of give an overview and go back and look at some of our more memorable episodes. Yeah. That we went through. I think episode one was pretty memorable. You remember anything about that? Yeah, uh, episode one was I don't want to say like quickly thrown together, but it was pretty. We talked for like 15, 20 minutes, and we had an episode. Yeah, which for never not doing it before, I thought that was. I didn't think I thought that was a pretty decent first episode. And it like came together, and it, even if we didn't have it too planned out, we had a talking point, and like we came yeah. up with like that was a pretty interesting talk talking point. Yeah, looking and, back at it, yeah, and that was your first time kind of like recording something like this, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was the first time on a hot mic like that. So yeah, that was that was pretty memorable there. I mean, that was that was a good episode. We talked about Yavi Baez there. You know, we had to. If he, if he was a top 10 shortstop or not. I think we went around and we compared him to like every other shortstop in the league. And we yeah. were like, who would you rather have, Javi Baez or the other guy? Yeah, which at the time, like, I mean, there was a lot of good conversations with it. Now, now I don't think, I don't think there's much conversation about most of those. He's, we, at the time we decided top 15, he, the Tigers have ruined him. Yeah, this was like, well, he was still with the Cubs. Like he had kind of yeah. just dropped off, like what a year or two after the MVP mm-hmm. season. And he's kind of like on his way down. Uh, that's when we did this episode, and we were. I think the whole point of that episode was like we we're lower on him than everybody else. Everybody else was still saying, "Oh, he's still a top ten shortstop." Yeah, and we were kind of saying like, "Hold on, like he's dead average pretty much right now." Yeah, and I totally forgotten he was on the Cubs. I mean, that just shows how far yeah how far back that episode was. Yep. Uh, moving on off that, we did a lot of City Connect jersey rankings. Yeah, that was kind of right when, that was pro- that was probably within our, 
you know, f third episode or so. Yeah, they started. Yeah, they started. I think they released the first batch right then, and then as they've come out with more, every time they do, I think we kind of like go back and look at them and stuff. So with that in mind, do you have any favorite city connectors just off the top hmm. of your head? Off the top, I like. I like Atlanta's. Yeah, that was a good one. That's uh, basically just an alternate alternate jersey for them, though. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. It looks cool. Uh, of course, you got to look at the White Sox. The White Sox is very nice. Yeah. Uh, they were kind of in that first group. They were. Uh, Arizona's are cool. They haven't worn theirs in a while. Uh, yeah. Uh, they kind of wore them that first year, and then you, didn't, you haven't really seen them much since then. But they've kind of changed their their uniforms three times since then. They yeah they oh, yeah, they, they actually released yeah, a new set of uniforms like two days ago. Yeah, I mean it's the exact same uniform minus my, they, they minor put changes. They put teal in it. Uh, they had I the teal in it. They uh they just it's just I like think, three works. I thought they outlined. Oh, I was already like that. The, uh, the hats were already outlined in teal too. Yeah. Oh, I I knew a couple of them. Were. I didn't know they all were. Yeah, they just kind of changed around. Just a couple minor things, but. Ultimately, like they got the same logos, they got the same overall yeah. coloring and stuff. They still got the black jersey and all. Like, geez, it's our they've season been over for two weeks and they're already doing stuff because they're bored. But uh, I don't mind it. I yeah, mind I it. mean, but it's not I, a big. Change. I think they're nice. Yeah, I don't even remember all the city connectors. If I'm being honest, so we with got. You. I like the Rockies, even yeah. though it just looked like a beer can. I'm, you know, I just kind of like the mountain across the chest. That was cool. Uh, yeah. The Royals had a nice one. Yeah, both Chicago's were good. Yes, I totally forgot about uh, Wrigleyville ones. Those ones were nice. The Marlins red ones are pretty good too. Yeah, I would say majority of these are really are really good uniforms. San Diego's, I think, are one of my favorites. Yeah, I think this year's they've kind of dropped off. I think they got a lot more bland this year. We got like Baltimore I, is just kind of like the black. Pittsburgh is just the yellow. Yeah, I think the smaller market teams. They they kind of went simple with them. Yeah. Especially this year, like Pittsburgh, they're yellow with PGH on them, and it looks like a maybe a beehive type pattern yeah. to it. Like, okay, uh, the uh, Rangers had a cool one. You said the Braves had mm -hmm. a cool one. I think the Mariners weren't bad either, but the Mariners Mariners look like a normal jersey. As yeah, well. yeah, not too far away. From Rangers, them. same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I like the Rangers though. Yeah, personally. So yeah, we. That was one thing we got into. I think you were right. That was like episode three or so mm -hmm. when those first dropped. So episode five, we had our first team of the month. Yes. That, and that's something we've carried on a good bit. I don't think we really carried it through the rest of the season as we kind of uh, got other talking points and stuff. Yeah, that we, we kind of learned about. Yeah, you kind of focused on other things for the yeah. reels and stuff with that. But at first it was kind of nice, like as we didn't really know what to talk about every single mm -hmm. episode, to have that one thing once a month that we could focus on and be like, okay, mm -hmm. team of the month. And it was, you know, a cool talking point. Yeah, it time. was. I think it served its purpose for the time of not really knowing exactly what to talk about each month. Yeah. And just, you know, needing that extra episode as a filler till we can figure out other stuff. But I think that was a good segue into making it a reel. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, kind of phasing it out yeah. in a way. But yeah, those were those were a lot of my favorite episodes going through because that those those were episodes that took a lot of preparation for. Mm -hmm. Like we couldn't just log in here and just talk to talk. Yeah, I mean we had to at least have a good idea about. I mean we talked about eighteen players. You knew about all eighteen, 
that was very obvious. I knew probably between 10 to 12 really good. And then the rest of them I had to figure out, you know, not on the fly, but like before we recorded. And like about those guys, I I wrote down a couple of the names that were in that first team of the month who weren't the big stars. Uh, We had CJ Cronin there, Jesse Winker in there, Tyler Nagel Mm -hmm. made that team of the month, which that was just some random month. I think it was like July or something, 2022, right? Or 2021? Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. have been 2021, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Naquin was in there. Uh, Aviso Garcia, I totally forgot about him. And, of course, Stan was in there at that point. So that was yeah. a real throwback. But some of those names, like Naquin, even Aviso Garcia, kind of like broken out that year. Jesse Winkler was breaking out that year. Mm-hmm. Those were guys that we had to learn about as the podcast yeah. went on, and that was kind of part of the fun of this thing, too. Uh, another episode we did, kind of similar to the Javi Baez one, the one that I found as we were like looking back, and I wanted to bring it out. We had uh, the MVP of – would you take the MVP of the past or MVP of the future? And it was basically a Christian Yelich discussion. Yeah, and we were picking out potential MVP players. Yeah, it was, it was basically like a, uh, like the Javi Baez situation. Mm-hmm. Like, would you rather have Yelich or the other left fielder? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, we were high on Yelich. And this was the point of his, like, deepest, deepest struggle. Yeah, this was the year after – like, I think he played half a year – after he broke his knee, and then this was his first full season back. Yeah. So he was still struggling pretty hard. Uh, you know, he still hasn't came back to, you know, the MVP self, but he's definitely, he came back probably similar to what we, we said he would. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have a broken knee. That's really hard to come back from. We took him over a lot of guys. Yeah, I was trying to, I can't think of who else. That was also the year... Was that the year of the uh, top 10 left fielders? Yeah. That were all really good, and then the next year all really bad? Yeah, that's every top 10 left fielder list we've made since we started this thing. But yes, yes, it was. Yeah, uh, I should have written that list down, but I think I remember some of it off the top of my head. We had That was the year of Joey Gallo. Yeah, that was Joey. Yeah, before the the Yankees ruined him. Yeah, and then they had, uh, that was also the year of Jesse Winker, who we just Mm -hmm. mentioned. Jesse Winker was really good that year. And Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill was really good that year. And I think those were the top three guys. Yeah. I know those those were the top three guys. Randy Rosarena was four, and he's been the most consistent at this point. And then I think Yelich was like five or six still. Yeah, he had to have been in there. Yeah, and I don't even remember who the others were, but the rest of the list is gone. Yeah, I don't even think they may not even be in the league. Obviously, Garcia, I think, was in there, unless he was in right field. But yeah, he was another one who kind of just dropped off the face of the earth at that point. So, yeah, a lot of those guys just gone. They were like, really did not have sustained success. It's been Yelich and Randy Rosarena. So, mm-hmm. that'll be an interesting list. I, I look forward to doing top tens again. Yeah, we'll have, yeah, we'll have to figure out when when to do that. We'll have to sit down and kind of pick them out. Yeah. yeah. And then the first top ten we did was top ten catchers. Yes, we had to start with uh, we had to start with Bryson's position here. Yeah, the catchers. Yeah, and we had we tried to make as solid as possible, but I was just trying to look back at who it was in twenty twenty one going into twenty twenty two. Who the guys it's, were? It's wild that probably over half these players won't be on the list today. No, no. Alejandro Kirk was our bold prediction. Like yes. this was his rookie year, mm-hmm. and he had just kind of like been solid, and nobody really knew about him. So I threw him at ten. Uh, Kyber Ruiz was projected to be a rookie. I don't, think, I don't even think he played a game yet. 
I just threw him on here because there was nobody else worthwhile. Uh, and then kind of on up to that, like Mitch Garber. I mean, he might be a top 10 catcher if he mm-hmm. were to stay healthy. I don't know. Uh, but Yasmani Grandal is just gone. But I think yep. a lot of other lists had Yasmani Grandal at one. And I was really, really jumping on that one that he was going to fall off um, early there. Yeah, it was okay. That said, Salvador Perez at one. Yes, this was the year that he almost got the triple crown. He yes. had a batting average. And so I put Salvador Perez number one, and that did not go well. So I got the Yasmani Grandal thing right because a lot of people were putting Yasmani number one. Uh, so I didn't do that, but I missed on Salvador Perez. As he, I mean, he's been solid with the bat, but he's not number one defensively. I think the rest of the guys have been pretty consistent in there, at least would still be in the top ten. Right? You got Wilson Contreras, Sean yeah. Murphy, JT Remuto, Will Smith, right? So yeah. obviously Adley came on the next year, uh, but this was a little early for him. Mm-hmm. That's the big guy that's missing there. So, yeah, we, did, we had a lot of fun, I think, with top tens, and we still yeah. still do. Yeah, like those are those are probably my favorite ones to make and then go back, you know, halfway through the season and see how far off we were and then, you know, again at the end of the year and see how okay. far off we were. Yeah, and then getting ready to do that this offseason, so that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that'll look like as far as, you know, we did it on TikTok last year, kind of mm-hmm. left the list up to you guys. Excuse me. Well, it kind of left the list up to you guys. We would be like, all right, 10 and 9 are going to be these two guys, but you guys get to pick who's number 10, who's number 9. And we'll let you guys comment and stuff like that. So I think this year we might come up with a hybrid as far as like doing it on the podcast and then like also letting you guys decide some stuff online. So, you know, where there's disputes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Let's try to get you guys involved. Um, fun stuff. Uh, we also, going into the 2022 season, we had a power ranking. I think it was a pretty standard power ranking. I don't think there was anything too crazy in there. No, I mean, yeah, we probably had everybody pretty close to where where everybody else had them. I mean, I don't remember. I think we were higher on a couple teams. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember exactly what teams they were right off. We were lower we were on some teams. Lower on the Giants, I think yeah. I remember. Yeah, and Giants were Ended up more. being pretty good. Uh, I think we were lower on the Red Sox as well. Yeah. They did make the playoffs, though. Yeah. I'm trying to think who well. We were real low on the Orioles. Of course, who yeah. wasn't at that point? Yeah. I mean, I think this is a this is a miss that we had. We had them 28 that year. Yeah. And, of course, this is the year that they looked pretty good. They didn't make almost, the playoffs. Yeah. Almost made the playoffs. Yeah, almost made the playoffs. But I would say it's a big miss, but it's also a miss that you can't really blame us for as well. Because a lot... We didn't think a lot of these people were going to be MLB ready when they got pulled up. Yeah. And they got caught up a little early, and they, you know, performed really well. Yeah. Not long after that, I started making reels and stuff for Instagram. But that went through a lot of phases. A lot of, yeah. as we learned how to do those better, you know, whether it's making it better visually, making it better from a speaking point of view, you know, trying to get more energy into it or to yeah. just, you know, I, I tried, like, scripting things out more, scripting things out less, trying to find that happy balance there. You know, yeah, figuring out what social medias to use with the reels as well. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we even put them on YouTube there for a little while and stuff. TikTok was obviously the best one for that. Yeah. Still going on there. Yeah, I think the YouTube shorts one, yeah. they, they did pretty well on there, didn't they? They did. It's just tough to make... The same yeah. videos for less than one minute because TikTok doesn't like stuff less than one minute, yeah. and YouTube only takes stuff less than one minute. And yeah. then I don't want to have to make two videos. Yeah, we'll so. have to. 
we may have to split that up. I, I can probably pick up a little bit on the social media side. Probably can put like social like uh, podcast clips on the YouTube shorts. That might be a good idea. So anyway, that is true. Still, we're still yeah. learning on that end. But I think, you know, uh, the TikTok is a good way to be involved every day. And obviously, any, anything that goes on there goes on to the Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. So we have, we've done a lot of stuff on there. Like I said, we had the ranking positions on there. We had our top tens on there last year. Um, we've gone through things like every team's needs. I, I really like the holiday specials we've done, too. Yes. Yeah, the holiday specials are fun. Yeah. I think we had, that was one of the ones where we were on, like, together, like, in person. And we had one of our friends, CJ, record, and we were, we just did a New Year's resolution for every team. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of like to make fun of, you know, the teams. And, like, I'm trying to remember some of the New Year's resolutions we had. I think I remember the Angels. They were, their New Year's resolution was to sign the best player in baseball. Wait, they already had the best player in baseball. Second best player in baseball. Nope, they already have the second best player. We just kept going. At that time, Anthony Rendon was big. So we were like, they already have the third best player. Their New Year's resolution is to sign the fourth best player in baseball and still miss the playoffs. Yeah, we had, uh, that was when they were talking, when uh, we were talking about Tampa building a new stadium. Yep. They said, no, we're not going to do it. Yeah, that, I totally forgot we even made those videos. But yeah, we made those downstairs. Yeah, that was like spur of the moment, too. That was New Year's Eve, I think. Uh, maybe I think it was a little, a little after Christmas. Maybe. Yeah, I think it was a little after Christmas because I think we were here playing video games. Yeah. Spending the night, yeah. Yeah, and then we were just like, hey, we should record some videos. And we just went and did that. So those, you know, and now I think we get things more like planned out. Mm-hmm. Like I already have the next couple of weeks worth planned out. And of course, whenever free agent stuff happens, that gives me stuff to do. So social media started happening. And that's been a big part mm-hmm. of what we do here at the third out. So. That was an important day, I think. Mm-hmm. I again, like you said, with the podcast, as far as like, there have been points in time where we weren't sure if that would continue. Like, I've had those moments on social media too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of filming these. I feel like it's not the greatest quality stuff like that, or it takes forever to get out. And I feel like I'm finally to a point where, moving efficiently, I can come up with things and remember them without having to script them out and like read them off a screen or whatever. Yeah. And. Yeah. I think a lot of that comes with being more comfortable behind the camera or like in front of the camera too. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, you know, I did kind of this stuff in high school a little bit with Robbie when we were doing the Warrior Sports Network with basketball stuff. So I was kind of used to talking into him like a little bit, but I mean, just doing over this the last two years, I mean, or two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy just, like, how much you get get comfortable by doing it. You know, you don't have to have stuff scripted. And, you know, you're used to being being back there. But, yeah, I, I would say those those holiday specials, and that was kind of, like, a turning point to, like, with the social media. Because that we put, that's when we were putting videos out, or, like, right at the beginning of putting videos out every day. Yeah, that was, like, the very beginning, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, we then got into the 2022 season, right? After we started making the reels, kind of there at the beginning of 2022. Obviously, New Year's, mm-hmm. I guess, 2022 was when we started. Uh, we had, I don't know if we did preseason predictions, but I had our I had our midseason predictions written down. Yeah, I'll say, I think that was, I think that was the first year we did preseason, midseason, and then... At the kind end, yeah, at the end, we picked, like most playoff teams, we kind of picked them from the playoffs team, playoff teams. But these were pretty good predictions at the time. Yeah. 
You win Yankees, Dodgers in the World Series. I went Phillies, Blue Jays in the World Series. I've always been high on the Blue Jays and the White Sox, and they have never failed to let me down. Yeah. Uh, we, we finally got... You, I've been high on the White Sox. You've been a little higher. We both finally got off that train. Just the Blue, the I've been high on the Blue Jays, but not, like, super high. I think you're probably going to get off that train. Yeah, done. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Um, I've got to stop picking with my heart in my uh, predictions and start using my mind. But at the same time, like it's not a bad prediction. It's no, okay. At the, like, at the point where we selected this, it wasn't bad. This year, it was pretty known that this team had a lot of holes. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. This was when uh, when our boy was lighting it up on the mound, too. I mean, he had a, yeah. his ERA was like in one in between one and two. Uh, I don't think he I don't think he had a above three at that point. But, yeah, I mean, he but he was going he was going crazy, and then you know the pitch clock got him. Yep. Yeah, that was a big one. Now we've had a number of discussions. Uh, about Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah. So we I have feel like this is like one of our most reoccurring conversations that you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. But we we keep saying this over and over again. We don't know what a Hall of Famer really is as far as like, you know, we're, we're younger guys. The players making the Hall of Fame now, we're just now getting to the point where we're seeing guys get in that we actually saw play yeah. in our childhoods. Right? Like Scott yeah, Rowland retired when I was like six. Yeah. I mean, they finally were... Finally, getting teams or players that we saw majority of their of their careers, yeah. like Jeter, uh, Big Poppy, A Rod's eligible. Yeah, and so I think this is kind of just cool, like for you guys to learn with us what is a Hall of Famer, really. And you know, we can't give a lot of input when when Hall of Fame stuff comes up because remember all these players from my childhood, and they all seem like stars. I don't know. You know, what is that cutoff level of what is Hall of Fame and what isn't? So, you know, that's a conversation we've had a number of times. Speaking of, speaking of this, I don't, I watched a video on this earlier today and they said, I can't remember what, what it was, you know, what company it was, who said it, but they said that Garrett Cole needs two or three more years like this year to like cement himself as a Hall of Famer. Do you think he already, I think he's already cemented himself in the Hall of Fame. We were talking the other day about Corey Seager being a Hall of Famer. If Corey Seager is a Hall of Famer, then Garrett Cole has to be a Hall of Famer, right? I would think. I mean, he's got a couple of rings. Or he got a, he at had, least one? Yeah, he has at least okay. one. He got one with uh, with the Astros. Okay. I'm trying to think. Got a ring, got a Cy Young, and you just dominate the league in strikeouts like every year pretty much. Yeah, when you're that dominant That's it. in strikeouts. But it's just strikeouts, though. It's not like ERA, though. Like His ERA is always... Low though, it's not like his ERA is above four. That yeah, that's true. It's yeah. always low, low to mid two. Three point two is the career ERA. That yeah, that's not bad. Uh, there's a I don't remember where to find it, but uh, I mean, he's only been in the league eleven years. That is a pretty short career. Yeah, but he also there's no reason for him to retire anytime soon. No, either. no. So he uh, he would obviously get those two three years pretty easily. There's a thing on uh, Baseball Reference where they like calculate your odds like of being like a Hall of Fame level player. 
Hmm. There's a calculation on there somewhere. So I would want to know what Garrett Cole's number is now, just out of curiosity. But I don't know where to find that. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, I just looked him up on Baseball Reference, though. Relatives in the MLB. Brandon Brandon Crawford is his brother-in-law. I didn't know that. You did? I did not know that. Okay. I had had kind of forgotten about it. But yes, I I remember they... Because the Giants and Yankees were playing one year. And I remember them talking about it. Yeah, well, I learned something new today. Uh, moving on, we got to uh, work right through the 700th home run of Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. And I think we had a special episode right after, right before, right after Pujols did that. Who is the next player who's going to hit 700? And Yeah, we went through a lot of, or I won't say a lot. We went through probably five, six names that have legit shots. Well, they're all young because there's mm-hmm. no like veterans that are like got a chance, right? It's yeah. all just like the young guys that need to do it. Yeah, I'll say I don't. I don't think Judge was on He's that. Too old. Yeah, because he came we'll in the league. Him, yeah. He came in the league way late. Yeah, he came in what twenty seven? Yeah, twenty. Yeah, I think twenty six. Yeah. yeah, maybe like a late twenty six, but like yeah, that was the thing with him because he would like he was at the highest pace, but he was yeah. just too old to get on it. And then we talked about Juan Soto. Yes, but so he's no. more of an average guy, mm-hmm. OPS guy. Not a big, you know, he hits 30. Not a big 40 home run guy. Uh, How, Trout and Harper are too old at this point. Yeah. And they weren't on the, the big home run pace. Um, Vladdy yeah, was our big hope at the yeah, time. Yeah, I would say Vlad was our number one guy. That one's... The way he's looked the past two years. Yeah. Yeah. That was two years ago, huh? Yeah. Jeez. I totally forgot that. Was I guess it was like last year, but like last year was his struggle, and then yeah. this whole season. So like, yeah. yeah, I guess that is yeah, it is two basically one and a half. So yeah, Vladdy. I mean, not to say that he can't get it now, because oh, yeah. he's still hitting like thirty home runs a year, but he's gonna have to have you know he's gonna have to bounce back to some forty plus home run years here soon. Uh, yeah, and then obviously we went through that postseason, and one of the big things we got from our friends over at top of the lineup was we got an idea for wheel of teams basically mm-hmm. where we spin a wheel and that is the team that we get to be a fan of throughout the year alongside our favorite teams which is the yankees and cardinals and so we spun the wheel how did that work out for us goodness so we both got pretty crappy teams i mean both of our teams were crappy so it just yeah. turned out to be a terrible year altogether in that sense yeah i think I think we even spun it more than once. I think you got like the Rays once, and you were like, "I'm not doing Rays and Yankees. Can't do that." And I got like the Cubs. Yeah, I can't. Say, do I Cubs think we, and Cardinals. I think we both got in division teams. Yeah, twice. Yeah, I think you got Orioles then, and I yeah. think I got Pirates then. I yeah, don't I was, know why yeah. I remember that so well. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, something like that. So then on that final time, I spun mine. I was like, "Okay, I, I can do that. That's not terrible." Got the Rockies. Yeah, I was like, "They're gonna be terrible," but. It's a, it's nice to, you know, kind of follow another team. Yeah. Which I, I did pretty good for, like, the first month. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. I mean, this team is one of the worst teams I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And then I ended up, when I was out in Missouri for training this summer, got a chance to go see him play. Again, probably the worst team I've seen play. I was real excited because I was like, oh, I want to see Chris Bryant because he was, you know, one of the guys. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll be able to follow him. Didn't play. So that was fun. You have a ton of luck with, like, the best player sitting out every time you go to see a game. Yeah, I usually have to go see a team play twice. Yeah. Every time. 
it all started when I went up to New York to see the Yankees play for the first time at Yankee Stadium. And it was the year that Jeter was hurt and A-Rod. I can't remember. If he, I think he was hurt. I think it was the year of his hip uh, hip injury. You know, he come, Jeter comes back the day before I'm supposed to see him play. Hurts his ankle again. So I missed Jeter playing. And then, you know, Harper hasn't played. Trout hasn't played. I mean, all sorts Otani, of yeah. You missed Otani once, didn't you? I missed Otani pitch. Yeah. I saw him play. I saw him hit. I, he hit a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just worse luck. I mean, I, every time, like, if I'm not at a game with Bryson, he just expects a, te- a text saying somebody's not playing. And if we are at a game together, and I, I just don't expect the best player to play. Harper yeah. didn't play. We missed uh, ooh, Tatis. Oh yeah, we, we did. Oh yeah, we did miss Tatis play, and yeah, and Harper did play. We got Tatis the next year though. Yeah, and then we, we saw a we, lot of Padres games. We, oh, and then I kind of uh, cursed him when we went because we saw the Cardinals play two games in New York, and did not see Pujols. Pujols didn't that was, play. That was last year at Pujols. Yeah, we got to see Pujols Yachty. didn't play, but Yachty didn't play. Yeah, so he didn't play majority of it though. He came in at the end. Didn't he start game one of the doubleheader? Yes. And then get taken out halfway through the doubleheader? Yes, that's what it was. Because it was a bad game, and then didn't play the second game? Yes. Yeah. But at least I saw Yachty on the field. So, unlike Pools. Yeah, I, I didn't see him in the clubhouse. No. In the dugout. No. Did not see him. But, yeah. But so, we, anyway, that was the year of Pools' 7th home run, 700th home run. We were recording on the road that year, actually. Uh, when we went around to see all those games, so that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. We were recording up in uh up in an attic in New York. Yep. Or New Jersey, right outside of the Bronx. Yeah. Good times. Well, we need another trip this summer to see a couple more, a couple more teams. We're gonna have to go somewhere other than the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you got the you got the Rockies with your spin. I got the Nationals with my spin. So kind of the same deal. Although I think the Nationals had a, some interesting things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as some spices and some like exciting players, uh, so I enjoyed that. And like yeah. the whole point of the, the wheel spin was for us, you know, as far as us not picking the teams in our own division, it was for us to learn about teams that we don't watch every day. Yeah, so I think those were good teams for that. Yeah. I mean, because I've never most East Co- or West Coast teams, unless you're the Dodgers or really the Padres, I'm probably not really going to watch them that much. Yeah. So yeah, seeing the West Coast Colorado team, the the Rockies, that that was a good spin for me. Yeah, and I would not have kept up with the Nationals. So anyway, um, next year when we we're gonna spin the wheel again this year. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll probably do that here in a couple months. We'll probably do it yeah. right before the season starts. Yeah, and then may actually probably put a little more effort into actually going and seeing the team play in person mm-hmm. this year because that just didn't work out for me with school and with you know all the stuff that was going on this summer. So you know, I like to have people to go to games with and. You were gone all summer. CJ mm-hmm. was gone all summer. I was gone for the school year. And so, like, it's just been a mess as far as that goes. So I'm looking forward to the upcoming season where we actually get to go to more games. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's basically been the story of our podcast. Yeah. I mean, just kind of going over everything pretty quickly for in two and a half, two and a half years worth of stuff. I mean, just a small slice. Yeah. I mean, that was... Oh, so much has happened in the last two years. 
about the, from this podcast. I mean, we've met a lot of cool people. Yep. Uh, all those guests. Uh, uh, we've had we've had some people follow us on social media. Yeah. The, we uh, had uh, Urban Santana follow us. Yeah, Urban Santana. We had uh, Flash Gordon's dad. The yes. Gordon's dad. Uh, yeah, that's one of the big ones. Yeah, I'll say that. I don't we, we've had There's two big ones. Others. Yeah, we've had some people interact with us too. And that's been pretty cool. Yeah. So, looking forward to keeping that going, getting mm-hmm. more guests, getting more big names on here. People who know a lot about baseball can really further our knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we sign off or start to sound like we're signing off here, we do have some MLB news that we need to discuss. All right, we're not doing our free agent predictions. We haven't done free agent predictions here. Because we've had so many other things we've been talking mm-hmm. about as far as like the playoffs ending and guests on and stuff like that. So we'll probably put our free agent predictions kind of in with guests as we, as they come yeah. along. Um, but we have had one signing already. Aaron Nola got a seven-year deal mm-hmm. to stay with the Phillies. Yeah, I think it's seven years. 150-something million? Yeah, I think so. Let me I'm gonna look it up. So the Phillies paying a lot of money again. Keeping things in house. Oh, 100, 172. 172. Okay. Not bad. I mean, no, not a bad deal. They're not a, not a, for as some, big a deal as I expected. No. For somebody that is their ace, it's that's a that's a pretty solid deal. Yeah. It's consistent. You're not, number two. Yeah. You're not overpaying for them. You're not lowballing them. That's a good, good deal. You're going to keep them there for seven years. You know, details haven't really came out about opt outs and everything like that on it. So, I think for what the Phillies are trying to do, you know, trying to probably get a couple more pieces here and there, that's pretty, yeah. pretty team-friendly deal. They are going to be a weird team in, like, three years because I don't know what they're going to be at that point. Like, they're yeah. building – they're signing a lot of these long-term contracts with aging guys. And not that Nola is aging, but, like, they're putting themselves in a position where they're paying a lot of guys and they're not going to be able to make their team better when things start falling off. Because they're locking up all their money. And so I, I don't know. I, I don't, think it'll just be interesting because they're the first team, I think, that's really doing this. We're seeing other teams do it too. Padres are getting caught in it. A couple other teams are getting caught in it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, like, four years down, how it starts to run out for these teams. Yeah. I mean, I, they're, I don't want to say they're doing the opposite of the Braves, but it's similar to the opposite. I mean, they're signing guys that are older. Yeah. Than, you know, the Braves are signing these. Guys, as soon as they turn 18 to 12 year, 15 year deals that are $200 million below what they would make yeah. if they wait a year. So, yeah, it is going to be interesting. Uh, I don't think, I think they're really bank, banking on these guys staying healthy and their primes lasting a little longer. You got to bank that. But it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, Harper's got a few you know, prime years left, I think. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, he'll just go back to, I think, you know, first base, he's probably got two, three years left, and he'll just go back to being a DH probably. He'd be a great DH for a long time. Exactly. I'm not worried about him. Yeah. Then Trey Hart, or Trey yeah. Turner. That's a little more concerning there. Yeah, just, just from his play style, style and the way he is. Speedster you know, aging? Yeah, you know, his, just... his aging is going to be probably the most detrimental to the team. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, you know, the Phillies are a team I, I really enjoy watching. Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably follow them pretty closely. If I were to predict it, though, I think – because Harper's still got, what, like 10 years left or something like that? Seven? 
Yeah, it's in between. It's in between seven and ten. Closer to ten, I think. I can see them being good for like two more years, and then just being bad, and like stripping it down, and then getting good again for like the last three or four, three, four years of yeah, probably three years of Harper's contract. I could see just a period in the middle where they're just bad and they kind of retool. I could see a period in the middle of them being. I don't want to say. I don't think they'll ever be bad. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I can see them being, like, borderline playoff. Okay. Especially in that division that they're in because Atlanta's not going anywhere. New York's going to retool their roster. So, right there's two teams that that could be really good. So, you're going to be fighting for that third playoff spot some years. So, I can see there's definitely going to be years where they're not in the playoffs. may not even be in the hunt. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're just going to, personally, prediction, don't know if it'll come to happen, but I just think there's going to be that middle period where there's two, three years in a row where they just kind of don't feel totally in it. If you Yeah, I, I can see that. Okay. All right, so that's the big piece of news. Hopefully next week when we hop on, we'll have more news, although it's not going to be next week. We're going to, going to come out with an episode with our next guest, like tomorrow, next day. I don't know how many days after. don't know when these are being posted, but... Yeah, we're going to have two episodes this week, basically. Yeah, we're recording back-to-back days for the first time ever. Yeah. So, yeah, we had to... Bryson scheduled this guest. Totally forgot. It was like, oh, it's our 100th episode. And we're like, yeah, we'll just record back-to-back days or, you know, whenever we can that week. So, yeah, we'll... At some point during this, probably... Might be back-to-back days that are released. We'll see. You want to get them out fast because, obviously, we don't want to let an episode sit around and then end up... uh, you know, having some news break and totally ruin mm-hmm. your show, which we've had that a number of times. We did that a lot last off season. We we talked about Judge, and we tried to like predict his free agency. The day we released that episode, he resigned with the Yankees. Yeah. And then the Carlos Correa sweepstakes. We were all over that mess. We were like, we predicted him. The next day, he like signed with the Mets, right? Mm-hmm. So next week we go on and we're like, all right, Carlos Correa is on the Mets. What does that mean for the Mets? That night. Uh, they he can't. failed the physical. Yeah. So, and then the next week we were like, "All right, he failed the physical." That night he signs with the Giants, and then the next week we get on we're like, "All right, he signed with the Giants." What does that mean? And then that night he failed his physical. It was like every day when we recorded something, like news broke and just like totally destroyed our podcast the day after. Yeah. So I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was a couple instances where, as soon as we hit end recording. Either I got alerted on my phone or you got alerted on your phone. Some, some breaking news. Yeah. So, point is, we don't want to let these episodes sit around forever. We're recording back-to-back nights. They'll either come out today and tomorrow or, like, today and two days from now. So, that was another, you know, like, two and a half years, like you said. There have been a lot of stories like that and mm-hmm. just random things that have happened and a lot of fun details. Like, I didn't even put that one down, but that was a good time. Yeah. Interesting time, I guess I should say. All right, hope you guys enjoyed this. If you're not already, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. Come back and catch us next time. And the upcoming weeks, be, be with us for the next 100 episodes.